0: Hey y'all! It's Addison and Sherry, <laughs> and welcome back to our podcast. Mama knows best.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! The southern accent.
0: Okay, anyway, guys, welcome back to Teenage Fever. Wait, okay, wait let me do that again. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Teenage Fever. Today we are not I'm happy. Back. Today we are not bubbly. No, Today we are not saying uh-uh. Mama knows best because she doesn't. <laughs> today oh. uh, we let it out kitty girl we explain. Don't,
1: like when we were texting about this week's episode me and eddie had the exact same vision like as if we were telepathically connected we have both had like the most stressful and like i don't i've had the most stressful week and yeah eddie what what about you
0: yeah, we just communicated on a telepathic. Did you hear me? T E L E P A T H I C, C <laughs> level. This week, yeah. We, I texted her. I was like, okay, like I, these are things I need to talk about this week, and she's like, oh my yeah. god, I've been feeling the exact same forking way. Yeah. So we thought we I'm could not really
1: kidding. I was like, yeah. And I think like a lot we of We both need a rant. rant.
0: Yeah, we just need a rant. So yeah, we're going to rant this episode. Rant, rant, rant.
1: Disclaimer: If you don't want to hear us complain for twelve minutes straight, please click off cuz we will be doing that. <sighs> okay, should I go first?
0: Sure. Sure.
1: Sure. Okay. So, I school. That is my main like
0: I right school. Now. <laughs> yeah, just just
1: just school. So, this tomorrow actually, I am so excited. I have a math midterm and my middle school never did like finals or final test or like accumulative tests for the entire unit. Right. So it's been very stressful. And I feel like this one, since it's been my first one, like I don't really know how to study and I don't really know what I should be doing every day, even like a month in advance to prep for it, you know? So this one I was Mm kind of cramming, like over the weekend I was like cramming in all my notes. I was studying off the textbook, like, and I'm still doing that like, right now. Like, I'm trying to basically relearn the entire unit because I feel like I haven't really learned and like paid attention and applied concepts the entire time we were actually learning it. So it's like my study habits, I think, are getting a lot better. Like, Well, I know for next time to like actually start paying attention in class because it will matter so I don't end up cramming for the midterm like a week before. Yeah, I also have so my two hardest classes right now is bio and geometry.
0: <laughs> Forgot the name.
1: <laughs> so, so, yeah, I also have a test for bio this week which I'm super excited about. <laughs> but I've been studying about I mean, I've been studying for those two tests like all week and all weekend. So, yeah, that has been my main stress
0: so i actually have a very similar issue except on my end i have not been studying and that's the issue yeah, yeah. i just i realize at this point i think all my work habits are finally catching up to me you know the times when i was on my phone of yeah. studying the times that i wasn't yeah, in class exactly. and it's just getting to a point where it's really overwhelming yeah but i just feel like i'm trying my best and like even though i was on my phone during school like it was because the class was just so boring <laughs> And so I, I get that it's my job to be accountable for that kind yeah, of stuff. Exactly. But it's like, at what point does it become the teacher's fault that their class is so boring <laughs> that it can't even stay attentive, or attentive for like an hour? Yeah. And I just, I really, I I really wish that the teachers were just on my side a bit more. I feel like it's always, oh, a battle for them to be able to give us more homework. It's always them trying to give us mm, more work, yeah. assign harder tests. And it's like. Why can't we just both be on the same side? Because in the end, our knowledge and our learning at the end of the quarter reflects their teaching. Yeah. their whole like The whole measurement of their job is based on our learning. And that actually leads into something I want to talk about today, which is pop quizzes. So in my middle school, we, they were not allowed to give pop quizzes. Teachers were not allowed to give pop quizzes. It was just like a universal rule in the middle school. But in the upper school, the school that I'm entering in now that I'm in ninth grade, that is not a rule anymore. So obviously it's something very hard for me because – not only is it new to me, there are also pop quizzes, which are hard yeah. in the first place. But I just, I feel like this concept is so outdated. It's literally from, like, the 1800s. I think it's so <laughs> stupid. Why is it still being in use? And I'll tell you why. First of all, a pop quiz is a assessment of our knowledge with no studying, no like prior preparation for the test, no knowledge of the test yeah. even happening. So it's literally just the knowledge that we have learned from a teacher talking. And second, it's timed. I don't understand why a pop quiz is forking timed. Um, So I just, I, I feel like if the knowledge that we have been given from a teacher, that's all that we have, and we do poorly on a test or a quiz, a pop quiz, it's not because we didn't work hard enough, it's because the teacher <laughs> didn't teach it well enough. Because that's a literal... Like, 100% accurate reflection of the knowledge that we know. So if we don't know it, it means that you didn't teach it (laughs) to us. Because we weren't supposed to study. We weren't supposed to be preparing this in advance. We literally were not supposed to be doing anything in advance. But you're still going to grade us poorly because we didn't know something that we were supposed to know. I feel like, if anything, the teacher should be getting a grade based on the pop quizzes. (laughs) It's like, take the average of the pop quiz, give it to the teacher... And then that's what they know to work on. And I think that that's a super great idea. You know, like, they can evaluate us based on what we know, and then they can use that knowledge to know what to teach. That seems like such a good <laughs> idea. But for some reason, that hasn't entered into anyone's mind. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my about pop quiz. Pop quiz oh, jeez. Second read. Ugh, English class. English working class. E N G L I S H class. <laughs> First is the book. Not good at all. Second is the way that our teachers don't use grading rubrics so we got our first assignment back in september it was a passage analysis and i get my assignment back and i scroll to the bottom of the document and i see a score i see a number she's not a good number i don't like her (laughs) and below that i see like two sentences and it says like this is a good doc this is a good passage analysis eddie a few revisions look forward to seeing you in class and i'm like okay thanks honey thank you so much a few revision <laughs> that is not an evaluation that is not feedback a number is not feedback and i'm going to tell you why we're supposed to be evaluating ourselves on writing and we're supposed to be seeing it as a pro- like as a process you know like steps taken in one, one direction and we're supposed to still feel motivated after seeing a number that literally, yeah, like, evaluates our essay. A pure number. Like, how am I not supposed to feel like that number represents me? How am I not supposed to feel like that grade represents me when we're not getting any feedback, we're just getting a number? And with the whole issue of grading Robux, I emailed him after getting that document, and I was like... So, are there any grading rubrics used in this class so that I can look to see what specifically I need to improve? And he goes, No, Eddie, there won't be any rubrics used in this class because your analysis is graded based on my perception of it. And I'm like, No, you did not. (laughs) having no rubrics literally makes it super accessible for him to grade based on his own will, based on who he likes based on who he favorites he can literally choose one kid and give them 10 points higher purely based on that he likes them more and he doesn't have to have any evidence to back that up he doesn't have to have a rubric or any like different specific points that need to be fixed he could just do that because he wants to and i think that is a horrible practice Second, I think grading rubrics are actually really great for kids, because they can see what they need to work on, but not only that, they can also see what they're doing well. Say that it's a rubric out of, like, four categories, each category is worth four points. In one specific category, you can see, like, the three points that you got, or the four points that you got, however many you got. You can see what you already did well. Like, and, and, and in, that, in that way, it's not only this points that you're getting off. You can also see what you did well. You can also see what, like, you actually achieved. And I think that's so important for feeling motivated to improve, you know, when you have positive reinforcement. Yeah. Um. And in general, I just think it's, it makes it easier for him to grade. It's a level playing field. He doesn't have to judge it based on what he thinks is good. He can literally just fill out a rubric, fill out a checklist to see, like, exactly the points that – The person hit. Okay, sorry. That was a really long rant. That's my school rant. That was good. Um, All done. No, good. (laughs) Got it
1: out. That sucks, though, because my... I feel like I... No, actually... When I hate a teacher, I hate the class and I'm not motivated to do anything. Like, I'm not motivated to learn or study or do the extra work. I feel like it's super important to have, like, a good teacher. Like, you know, like a good teacher that you actually like and who is... Eager and passionate about teaching because it really reflects on the students and it makes me more motivated to try harder in the class. And especially when, like, the teacher gives positive affirmations or positive feedback to me, as well as you know, constructive and helpful feedback, it really makes me more motivated mentally to keep going in the class. If that makes sense,
0: I completely agree. Like, the other day, my math teacher was giving me some really nice feedback. She was like, oh, like, your work is super thorough, like, I can easily tell where you're going. Yeah. And it just motivated me to want to work even harder. And I know that it's important to get negative feedback. I totally understand, like, ways to improve. But I I just feel like, in a way that makes you feel like that is all that you are, is just, like, a bad grade, I feel like, Instead of motivating me to work harder, it actually motivates me to not even try anymore because I try my best to improve and I feel like I'm making like taking the direction he's giving me and going as far as I can. But then I get the assignment back and a whole other category is lackluster because I didn't have a rubric to see what I need to improve on.
1: Um. Yeah. Okay. Going back to my accountability of my studying habits, I think I'm getting a lot better because can't relate. Like like you said, I think it's no, but. I think like I have to be the one holding myself accountable like no one else can tell me like what to do or what not to do in order to get the grades that I want or like the scores that I want. So I realized that and I realized every time I'm going on my phone is a time where I should be like doing my homework or like studying extra things. And I only know that because I've failed a couple tests this week. Or this this year. So I feel like <laughs> this week alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of pretty much so. Um, But I feel like failing was my biggest like eye opener because now I realize yeah, I do like not want to get that score again. You know, yeah. like now I have to tell myself, OK, I'm never going to get that score again. What can I do to not get that score? So I, whenever I open my phone, I'm like, I literally say out loud, Naya, no, you cannot do this. And then I just go back to...
0: I should make Maya. that my lock screen. Yo. Naya, no, you can't do this. <laughs> like, no,
1: <laughs> like, open your phone. Like, Naya doesn't want you to look at your phone. Or
0: like, that thing where Siri will, like, say it to you when you open it <laughs> I'm like,
1: like, don't go on your phone. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm really proud of myself because this week I have, uh, I don't want to say that I'm not been on my phone, but... I think I've yeah, done a way good. better job of, like... Progress. ...managing Love myself her. and controlling myself. Development. That's
0: so good. So...
1: Mm, you should yeah. celebrate
0: it. You should t- maybe go, like, to Starbucks or something. Get a pink drink. Yeah. Just green, maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. This weekend, I'm so excited. Because everything will be yeah. over with. I mean, until next week, but... <laughs> okay, well, that rant... I mean, <laughs> that wraps up our rant sessions about school. School's stressful give yourself a break when you need it celebrate your celebrate your hard work yeah
0: you guys are loved you guys are so strong so smart whatever your grades are they keep don't going. mean anything honestly keep
1: going you got it yeah, yeah. and
0: uh make sure to rate comment and subscribe and right now i want you guys to screenshot your player whether it's apple podcast spotify and send it to us via dm to prove that you listen to the whole episode it'll mean so much to us and we can even repost some of them onto our
1: story yeah thank you guys for listening we will see you guys in the next episode bye, bye.